Hey, what's up? They tell him starting every show. Can you hear it? I'm just, uh, yes, yes, I cannot hear it again, so. Good, good. You should, it's Hell's Bells, my friend. Hell's Bells by ACDC. I, I you think, play with the ACDC? Yes, yes. I think it might have something to do with this music is copyrighted, and that's why it probably is not coming up. Well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they tightened up the copyright laws, but. We used to play music with no issue. Right. That's for right. A long damn time. Yeah. Uh, so you have a giant band-aid on your chin, and I can't let yeah. go maybe even a minute without mentioning that. So why don't you tell us? Did you get in a fight with a lawnmower? What happened? No, shaving cut this morning. Uh and it was a gusher. It just would not stop bleeding. So uh yeah. Yeah. It does not look good, does it? I mean, I you know, you look like you've been in a fight. What uh, <laughs> what kind of razor are you using there? Are you using like a big throwaway or something? No, no, no. I use the. Uh, uh, I'll I'll give a shout out to what is the one that the German blade place. You know, they make the blades in oh, Germany. Yeah. Harry's. Not Harry's. Not, yeah, no, it's Harry. Harry. I don't think Harry's is the German blades. That's uh, Dollar Shave Club is the German blades. I think. Oh, okay. I do Harry's. Yeah. Um, and and are you a Harry's man as well or yes actually I do use Harry's I uh yeah. obviously I better than me <laughs> um, yeah it's uh it's what what five blades four blades I don't even know what it is but whatever one of them got you it looks like three of them got you to be honest three, with three of them got me yeah yeah, yeah. but, but it, man well uh, there's only two things I really want to talk about and those are the two topics uh of du jour if you will uh the phillies we don't need to go there um i think the phillies still three and a half up on the wild card uh you know lost a couple against the twinkies um and then begin a series they, tonight. with toronto right yes that is correct is that in toronto it is in toronto yeah. um you know what that homestand would have been so much better if they had just won two out of three in that but it is what it is. Is what it is. The Phillies, honestly, with the dysfunctional world of Philadelphia sports right now, and really just one to two organizations, uh, I just want to hit on the Sixers and the Eagles. So I'll let Eagles, you. Eagles not dysfunctional, though. I mean, Eagles. Not at all. No, actually, I mean, I can honestly say I found myself watching a preseason game on Saturday night. And, uh, you know, uh, another Georgia guy. Uh, has a pick six, right? No, he's an Alabama guy, Eli. Ricks. Oh, okay. oh, okay. I apologize. So, I mean, is this guy gonna be on the team? Pick six, Ricks. Um, is he gonna be on the team? He is a fringe defensive back. You know, the interesting thing with the Eagles is this is the first time in maybe since the days of uh Bobby Taylor. And uh, Sheldon Brown. No, it was Bobby Taylor and Troy Vincent. And then you had Sheldon Brown and Lito Shepard behind them. This is probably the the since then the last time that we have had this much uh, quality young depth at defensive back because, um, you know, you, we got our two starters. Right. Um, and then you got Bradbury and Slay. 
And then behind those guys, you got your your favorite Zach McPherson, who I know you love. Yeah. You got uh, Avante Maddox as our as our slot corner, who's who's fantastic if he can just stay healthy. And then you got guys like Josh Job, who uh, was an Alabama guy, Eli Ricks, an Alabama guy, Keely Ringo, Ringo Georgia guy, yep. um, Mario Goodrich, who's a Clemson guy, and then you have another guy. Um, his last name, it's, uh, Makai Gardner, uh, is another guy. So these, like, they are loaded. Uh, and you didn't even mention Josiah Scott. So they are loaded in the defensive back. And these guys all have some talent. So pick six Ricks, you know, I don't know if he's going to make the team. He's going to need to push because, uh, Josh Job has been really impressive. You know, they're probably not going to cut Kaylee Ringo. They invested a fourth round pick in him. So they're not going to, uh, you know, cut him. And, and he's played, he played actually pretty well in that game. And uh, so they're going to have some decisions to make those Philadelphia Eagles. But it was a fun start to the preseason. It was. The Ravens have an incredible, what is it, 24, won 24 straight preseason games. <laughs> did you hear that? I did not know that. And it was a close game, right? Did they they go for the uh, two at the end of the game and lose it or what? The Eagles or uh, what? I, no, it didn't come down it to the 2019, line. so I didn't yeah. know. The Raven got the uh, got a turnover. It was uh, Ian Book who who did not look good at all. Um, but Tanner McKee, our third string and a rookie quarterback, looked fantastic. Did you see the some of the throws that guy made? No, I, so I was watching Mariota, and then I sort of like checked out because I wanted to see how he did. Yeah, yeah. And how do you think Mariota looked? Ah, uh, I thought he looked good. I mean, I didn't think he looked bad. I mean, obviously he had that not so great year with the Falcons last year. So, uh, you know, um, they, they, you know, if you're relying on him to be your starter, that's a concern. But does he win those games that Gardner Minshew lost you last year? That's that's really the the issue. So, uh, I I think it's an upgrade at the position. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think the jury's out on Mariota. I didn't like the fact that he quit on the Falcons last year. And to me, that's a character thing. Uh, you just don't ever quit on your team. And uh, I don't I don't really love that that element. And uh, it is ironic, though. I mean, isn't it just crazy when you think about how football works, how Chip Kelly, what he was going to offer to to draft Mariota and then hear Mariota as a backup because Carson Wentz didn't work out? Yeah, well, Carson Wentz. Is Carson Wentz even in camp somewhere this year or what? Last I saw Carson Wentz last week was working out with uh, some Colts shorts on, um, an Eagles helmet, and a Redskins jersey. Uh, Uh, Not a Redskins. What are they called? The the Commanders? The Commies, the Commanders, yeah. 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 Well, speaking of people that quit on their team (laughs) – you like that segue, right? Well, I'm not ready to go off. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I didn't know. Oh, okay. I mean, it, I don't want to spend a, a 40 minutes talking about that asshole James Harden, if that's what you're saying. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, any other? I mean, I know they have their they having pra- they had practiced yesterday with the Browns and today. Yeah, yesterday and today, and, and these, in Philly, right? Because the game is Thursday night. Uh, could be, but. You, um, you know, you brought up a, a good point last week when we you said, you know, maybe we'll see these guys for a series. 
I think there's a reasonable chance that we won't see the starters at all. You're not going to. Well, you did see Jalen. You saw Jalen Carter, but I mean, that was just, I mean, he needed. I like Jalen Carter for two plays. First play of the game, he he, should have had that sack. Right. I thought it was a sack, but no, I I saw that it wasn't. I mean, I I, I think it's good to get him in there. And and, uh, the other, uh, obviously, the Kobe Dean will need to be playing this week at least a little bit. Nolan Um, Smith. Get, no him, get them some reps, uh, yeah. get their young guys in there. And, um, you know, there's some guys on offense. Tyler Steen looked really good. The offensive lineman they took from Alabama. Um, he I did played. hear that. I heard that he, they're, they're having him train at two positions, right? Guard and. Uh... Yeah. Left tackle and right guard, which is insane. I and mean, when you think about it, because think about how smart of a dude you have to be to, to like, because you've heard, um, was it Lane Johnson or Jordan Mylata talk about how difficult the change was from left side to right side, because you're doing everything opposite what your body you've trained your body to do. So for this guy, you know, Tyler Steen to be doing what he's doing is um, as a rookie, right. And, right. and back in these positions, it's really, that's, that's pretty impressive. I you do know, hear that Cam Jordan like, tooted I... and it stinks, man. It blew up my room in here. Oh, that's that. Cam Jurgens is still. I mean, is he been getting reps in the preseason? Cam Jurgens, or is? Yep. Yeah, okay. he's going to be your starter at uh, right guard, playing next to Lane between Lane and Kelsey, and so um, yeah. So it's a, th- these reps are important for 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 him. Um, I think that the you know what they see what the Eagles say is that these scrimmages which is essentially what these practices are with these other teams like the Browns. And I think they're going to have them with the Patriots. These are more valuable than uh, the actual games, the preseason games. And that's the way they look at it. The Eagles based on what I read yesterday did not look uh, very good against the Browns. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not sweating that, but I know Jalen had a pick and maybe had another one that could have been a pick. And um I know he connected with AJ on a deep ball, but, um, you know, the preseason, I think the preseason, the best thing about it is one, you're just seeing football and, and you're getting starting to like walk, move forward with a foot into fall with football. And then I think the other part of preseason that's good is to see some of these younger guys, you know, the Eagles also have uh, a couple of uh, receivers who uh, did some things, uh, Tyreek Cleveland, who played at Florida, I believe, and or he played, he definitely played at Florida. And then they have another guy, Jimmy King. I don't know where they, he was, he's like a, he's a six, five receiver who can run and he had a long pass. So, and uh, Cleveland has been around the league for a little bit. He's been in the league for a couple of years. He has uh, game experience, I think with Cleveland, if I'm not mistaken. So we went with Cleveland. Yeah, and so the Eagles do have, um, you know, and then you have guys like Kayvon Wallace, who's trying to prove that he can be a starter uh, in this league and for this team. I, I think the jury's definitely out on that. You have Sidney Brown, another rookie, the Illinois kid, um, trying to trying to show that he can hold down the other safety um, opposite Reed Blankenship, your starter. And then did the Eagles, I didn't see the beginning, but did the Eagles, did either uh, – Miles Jack or Zach Cunningham, either one of those guys play at linebacker. That I, that I don't know. I I had just gotten done work, so yeah, I yeah. do not know that. 
But I mean, it's good that they brought them in. Uh, one's twenty-seven, the other's twenty-eight. Hopefully, to sure up that linebacker position. I mean, I guess the 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 real thing that you and they did have an injury, right? Yeah, Sean Bradley got hurt. Uh, actually, did he get hurt in the game or was it afterwards? I think it was afterwards. Okay, I can't remember if he got hurt at the game or practice, but he's out for the year. He is. Um, yeah, I think he uh, Achilles tendon is what what he blew it out as Achilles, so that's unfortunate for Sean Bradley, who's a core special teams guy. Um, you know, he's a local guy, Temple guy, uh, so he had that bond with Desai. So that I mean, you can't think like, hey, just because he doesn't start, he's not a quality piece because he is definitely a, a key contributor on special teams. So their Eagles are going to have to shore that up. Right, and depth is always something that's important with the linebacker position. I don't know how much depth he was really giving you, but he did help you on special teams. And yeah. um, so, so they will play uh, Cleveland, and I don't know what day that game is. That's why I sort of was thinking they had practice yesterday and today, and then of course uh, he always gives them the day off in between, so they'd have off on Wednesday, and then it, it made sense that the game was on Thursday night. Um, and then this would be the first first home game of any sort since the NFC Championship game, which would be interesting. Uh, you That's know, right. yeah. So uh, you know, and I know we're our fans even for preseason game they love to tailgate. So <laughs> they do. They tailgate for the release of the new jerseys. So you know they're going to tailgate yeah. for preseason game. What was your take? I'm curious. Uh, I know with the running backs, I know Swift. I I heard. I heard Swift had a good game. Swift had, yeah, I mean, he well, he had a big run he, where he, I mean, just juked the shit out of somebody in the who had gotten in the backfield, juked him, and then trucked another guy. I mean, Swift looked fantastic in his run. But, uh, you know. Penny, just, Penny, I heard not so good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Penny so-so, and then Trey Sermon so-so. And then it, interesting that Kenny Gainwell didn't play. Right, but I heard so, that it'd be likely that he would get a little bit of time uh, on, well, whenever they played Cleveland. Yeah, I think a lot of people are thinking Kenny Gainwell and Swift are going to be your starters, and that could very well be the case. But Sirianni said that he rotates the backs in the preseason, which I think is smart because he his his point is that every running back should be hit and get up and get used to you know, kind of getting the ball, getting up, getting tackled and, uh, you know, getting up again. And, and I think that's a smart way to do it. So it will be interesting to see how much run Gainwell gets this game um, or in the preseason at some point. Did uh, your man, Boston Scott, the giant killer, he, did he play at all? He did not play at all. Yeah. So I guess they're going to rotate those two guys in. And then you got to think a guy like Trey Sermon is going to continue to get reps because he's trying, he's fighting to just try to make this team. Or or the practice, where's he coming from? Trey Sermon from the Ohio State, but he was drafted in the third round by the 49ers about two years ago. Mm -hmm. And um, so the Eagles signed him to the practice squad last year. And uh, this is a guy with a lot of potential, and he's a bigger back. He's definitely, you know, they, get, they love to give it to Gainwell for the short yardage stuff, but this guy is more um, along the lines of, uh, you know, just kind of a, a bigger you know, 220 pound plus running back who, who can move the chains inside. Okay. Uh, uh, well, I got another, another couple things I want to point out. Uh, one is Jalen hurts. Did you see his commercial with Jordan brand? He signed with Jordan brand. 
did did not see that. Did hear really cool. You yeah. should check it out. Yeah. Okay. He talks about his whole, you know, how no one has ever believed in him and how he's kind of come up and he's arrived now. And that it's really it's it's really well done. I think you would appreciate that. And um wanna send a uh Sad, sad note from the NFL about uh, Alex Collins, a running back for, he played for the Ravens, and last year he played for Seattle. I think I actually had him on my fantasy team at one point last year, and and he was in a, uh, uh, tragically passed away. He was in a car accident uh, Sunday morning, and he was on a motorcycle. And uh, again, based on my my reading in my small brain that I tried to understand what actually happened, it sounded like uh, SUV pulled in like maybe crossed over into his lane and uh he hit the suv and went through the the window of the car and ended up in the it was just awful and was dead on the scene so um just a tragic guy young guy uh yeah 28 years old Um, oh wow yeah just a real tragic loss um for him and and for his family so um, that's that's terribly sad, obviously. And um, Dalvin Cook with the signing with your New York Jets. Mr. Right, Evan. right. I spent Saturday or Sunday with my nephews who were trying to explain to me why the Jets would become the, you know, uh, a, a, a Super Bowl favorite based on the fact that they had Aaron Rodgers, who's close to or if not 40 years old already. I was just trying to ration why they're any better than the Dolphins or the Bills and really think they're the third best team in that division still. So That's going to be a, a interesting division to watch, isn't it? Yeah, and and you know what? The Patriots have still owned the Jets. <laughs> I think they beat them twice <laughs> last year. Anyway, so, you know, uh let's see that that team is so much on paper. Let's see what they really do. Let's see what uh, they really do. And the Patriots signed your boy, Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, wow. Ezekiel is the youngest, uh, what is he, like the oldest 28-year-old probably in professional football? Yeah, I feel like he's been in the league for 15 years. Yeah, and he looks like it, too. (laughs) Yeah, he uh, graduated college at 13. Actually, I don't think he graduated. I think he left Ohio State because, yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. I'm trying to think if there are any other news and notes from around the league that news and notes. Listen to you. News and notes. I know. I should I should write them down. Sal Palantonio with the news and notes. You you uh, or Tim Uh, McManus. My my dream to actually be an NFL insider, but uh, that probably will not happen. Um, All right, I think we are ready to shift to uh, the mess that is. Sixers. Your Sixers, my Sixers, the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, James Harden, third team that he's been on that he has requested a trade from. Um, there's a problem. He opted in on a contract, um, and he is, you know, he's probably being paid more than he deserves at this point. Wants to get traded again has threatened that he will not come to Sixers training camp, which I think is absolute bullshit because I think he wants his money and no one else is going to give him uh, or the Sixers value for what they should be getting. So that's sort of my two cents about James Harden that I would hold on to him. I'd let the let that fat ass sit on his 
sofa every day. I, I do not believe in trading him just to trade him. Not good for the team. Um, I don't think he can do anything worse than being obstreperous and 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 being a distraction. I think either way he's a distraction. I yeah, I'm gonna let you keep talking so that you can tell me, um, remind me what I said a year and a half ago when we made the trade. No, you said that he was. I don't know if you said he was a cancer. Uh, he... No, I don't. I I don't use that word. I think it's. I think it's just for me. It's not my choosing of words. No, I think you said that he is uh, not a team player. I think that was one of the words, and he had already tried to get himself out of two organizations prior. Uh, and uh, I would preface it with the fact that we were in a horrible situation with Ben Simmons, who had no trade value in the in the rest of the country as well in the league. So it was sort of trading one one problem for another problem. Um, did, at, you, at, I, did you hear the story, though, that Tyrese Halliburton actually thought when he got traded to the Pacers that he was getting traded to Philly? I saw him. He, he was he had a clip and he said, you know, my agent said that, you know, Philly, there's some talk about Philly and, and like then his agent calls and he thought he was going to Philly. And I'm just like, can you imagine if we would have done that? I mean, that, that was, it was Therese Halliburton and Deontay Murray were two of the guys that I, I wanted. And I, I still would love to have had both. I mean, look, I, 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 I'm, this isn't a victory lap. Maybe it is. And I've said that before, but I just, I, uh, none of this surprises me. I just think James Harden is a is um he's not good for an organization. He's never won. And you you pointed this out. Um he I think at the time I said he's not getting older, he's not getting in better shape, or he's not getting younger, he's not getting in better shape, and he has a track record that is abysmal. And um here and then he his- threw they he threw his own best friend under the bus. On a visit to China promoting the NBA, he he actually threw Daryl Morey under the bus. After Daryl Morey, let's be honest, Daryl Morey went too far out on a limb for this guy. Can you hear the audio? No. I'm assuming. Darryl, ready? I, I can't hear it, man. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never play for his organization again. Um, and then Daryl Morey's just sitting back like, oh, well, like Daryl Morey's just like, oh, well, this is going to get really uncomfortable. So, you know, we've seen James Harden in the fat suit. We've seen James Harden. What happens when he is um, not invested? And uh, I don't I don't feel the least bit uh, sorry for James Harden. Uh, you know, it, it is very, very frustrating to sit back and watch this because, again, uh, and I'm not alone. I mean, there were other people, Barry you know, had concerns. And, and I know some of my other friends had concerns about this whole thing when we made this deal because of the way that this guy is. He's not a team player. And uh, you were in this situation. And guess what? James Harden, he never had to opt in. No one forced him to opt in. You know why he opted in? Because he wanted that money. And then there's also, he get, there's a 5% kicker if he gets traded. That's what he wanted because he knew damn well that nobody, nobody was giving him $35 million on the free agent market. And this was the only way to get it was by opting in. And so bullshit. If if you don't want to play for Daryl Morey, go sign somewhere else. No one made you sign this deal. And I heard another thing. I couldn't believe this. 
apparently, now again, you hear a lot of stuff, and I, I think this was fairly well sourced from, um, it was either from like uh, Jake Fisher or somebody in the NBA, and they had said that uh, the Sixers never talked to Harden about an extension. They never even threw an extension his way. So I thought that was very interesting, too. What does Joel think about all this, or is he realistic of the fact that James Harden is a horrible team player and, you know, doesn't really add much to your equation, like in the long run of trying to win? Or does he not? Or let's let's this team, you know, like team, you know, camaraderie bullshit that we we buy into fans is it's all about one thing. It's about the money. Yeah, it's interesting that the the people uh, teammates seem to like to play with him. And PJ Tucker posted something today that was like, I'm going to stand with my boy. And he's like, I'm not a circus something. I'm not something, an automatic circus. Like I can't just flip. I, I, I'm going to stand with my boy. PJ Tucker's got, I mean, like, dude, PJ Tucker, we are paying you an insane amount of money to be 38 years old and like be a role player who plays defense, like, right. and who can't hit three pointers. You know, I mean, like that guy, first of all, so there's that. So, um, and then you have Joel and I'm, I gotta be honest with you, man. It's starting to like get to me a little bit like this whole Joel thing, because so Joel, uh, and I know you're not going to take to this cause you're old school, but, right. but, I think there is a history here in players doing this. So just, just bear with me. Okay. So on Twitter, Joel Embiid today, uh, removed some of his, like, you know, like before it said processing and it was like location, Philadelphia. And so he removed a bunch of this stuff. So is that just coincidence? Is he unhappy? Like, it's not a coincidence. So whether he's trolling, which is something Joel has been known to do, you know, just to get the fans talking, or if he, um, you know, really feels something. I mean, this is my concern with uh, James Harden coming out and saying this shit about Maury. It's concerning for me, one, with Joel and his situation, because you got to like this guy's in his prime. Like he is going to ask for a trade. And I, I actually said on the show like several months ago that at, when the Sixer season ended, I thought it was time to probably trade Joel because I don't see how we're going to be able to build a contender around him. Um, I think we are getting closer to Joel with all this stuff, right, that's happened in the offseason, this stuff on Twitter that happened today, the stuff where he said, uh, in an interview, hey, you know, I'd like to win a championship here or whether that's somewhere else. You know, I mean, like, and and he's, he can call it trolling and say whatever he wants. And I hope I'm wrong. I really do hope I'm wrong. Um, but, you know. Very, it, very few people win a championship. So it's sort of annoying when, you know, it's Grant. Yeah, you'd like to win a championship. Jimmy Butler would like to win a championship. All these guys would like to win a championship. You know, it just doesn't happen like that. Or 99% of the players. So I find that frustrating. I mean. Yeah. And they were on the precipice. Guess what? They had the Celtics beat. They had the Celtics beat last. And what happened? Tell me what happened. James Harden curled up, went in his little freaking shell, and sucked. 
game and six. Joel, Joel wasn't that great in that game. Either. Joel wasn't great either. You're right. And right. Joel didn't get the ball in the last four minutes. How does Joel not demand the ball? If you are the alpha, you want to win a championship, and you are this close to getting to the conference finals where you have never been, and you're the you're the MVP of the league, and you don't demand the ball? Like, really? So I'm, I'm just getting tired of all this drama. Like, this is why I don't want to trade. One of the reasons why I don't want to trade Maxi. We haven't brought his name up the whole offseason. You know what Maxi's doing? He's out in the lab in the gym working on his game day in and day out. And I'm not saying these other guys aren't working, although I know James Harden's over in China do, riding motorcycles. And, you know, his trainer says, you know, his agent, oh, he's in the best shape of his life. I wouldn't be surprised if he wins another MVP. Like, of course, his agent's going to say that. I want guys who just I like I I'm exhausted from the drama of the Sixers between everything that's happened with the process with with uh, Colangelo with Markel Fultz with Ben Simmons now with Joel Embiid and James Harden like I am exhausted from this it is exhausting to be a Sixers fan right now and guess what the same thing we never get past the second round yeah. Who's who's walking in the background? I see a shadow. <laughs> oh, it's my wife. We oh, like okay. I can yeah, see I like see the a sh- shadow on your side. Is that Charlotte walking through? No, no, no. She's uh I don't think so. She seems to be walking through a lot recently. <laughs> yeah. Charlotte? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I've got she, she likes to be on the show, I think. Yeah, yeah. I've got I've got virtual uh background blur. So that you you're not supposed to see too much, but you can of course see my gushing bandaid here. Um, I can see your gushing bandaid, and I can certainly see when a silhouette walks through in the background. It's not so, that. Perfect. So so the Sixers though it is. I want it, you to comment on what I said. Are you no, not no, no. Cool being a Sixers no, I, fan? I, I I am a very exhausted Sixers fan. Um, you know they're not lowering the ticket prices. They're certainly not lowering the ticket prices. The team hasn't gone anywhere. Harden is 34 years old. Um, he's a shell of himself. Um, and I know Kyrie Irving made a comment yesterday. I don't know what that was, but I saw that on when I was checking my phone late last night. I'm sure he commented about how Maury had abused him, and I just want him to shut the hell up. Wait, when did Maury abuse Kyrie Irving? I mean – no, Kyrie just felt the need to comment on the situation because I guess he had been a teammate of Harden. And uh, oh yeah, that, there's another guy who's uh, you know, like when you look up great teammates in the dictionary, you see Kyrie's face right there. I mean, like Kyrie will pile on at any point. Ladder yeah. fool. I mean, like it's just it's just so annoying, you know. I I just and this is why people hate the NBA, though. I mean, this is why people hate the NBA bullshit like this because the guaranteed salaries are are in your top max level contracts like no sport is even close to this besides the nfl with maybe your 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 quarterback position where the quarterbacks are getting 40 something million dollars it's just so absurd at this point the the salary structure um and that in the nba you have so many players that that are getting 30 like tobias harris is over 30 million a year so you're trying to figure out what is that money really getting you? And um, I don't know. The Sixers, uh, it's not going to be a great season. I mean, this team is not even going to win 50 games this year. Look, I mean, here's the good news. And I've said this before. And as a, as we stand, this is still the case. 
we still have our pick, and that's a good thing. I hope we hold on to our pick because it's going to be a rough season. You're absolutely right. And furthermore, next year we are supposed to have some cash. Now, did 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 uh, James Harden do irreparable damage to Daryl Morey and his reputation? If you're a player, is it is the argument, hey, I don't care. I'm taking the money wherever the money is. Yep. Hey, is, is the argument, hey, I think Joel Embiid is a unique enough player. I can win with Joel Embiid. Yep. Or, is, or is it, hey, I don't want to play for Daryl Morey? I think if you are someone that wants the money, you are going to take it. And I don't think – I mean, I think I'm not going to put a, someone's name to it that's horrible as an example of history, but I think money is money and uh, money talks. And that's a shame, but um, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean – Money does talk. And, but so uh, who who would you spend that money on anyways next year? That's the other thing. I mean, there's probably you, you could sign a couple guys rather than one guy. So, I mean, uh, I mean, the fact is the Sixers couldn't even get Trey Mann in the trade back for for James Harden. And I mean, that's how low James Harden stock is. Trey Mann's great, but he's not. I mean, he's not a he's not a guy that's going to get you into the NBA Eastern Conference Finals. They couldn't even get Trey Mann in the deal. He was an untouchable piece in the trade. Right. Yeah. And and Maury said as recently as yesterday that he's not surprised by this. That he still expects James Harden to show up to camp. And if James Harden does not uh, show up by, I think November second is the day he has to. Um, and he has to be active. He can't just do what Ben Simmons did. Uh, but if he's not there by November 2nd, he forfeits his right to be a free agent the the following year. So, I mean, look, here's the thing. James Harden, let's not also forget, Christmas Day, it was James Harden who stoked the match to light the flame and said, oh, you know, James Harden may be going back to Houston. And guess what? Houston was like, we're not paying your old tired ass. You know, like, we're not, we, we're not interested. Um, Yudoka, the, the new coach there, is not interested. He has no Harden has it's not that nobody wants him because I, I did I disagree with that nobody wants to pay him what he thinks he is worth and who's going to want James Harden who's going to give the Sixers anything of value if you're getting James Harden on an expiring deal when he either wants to go to the Clippers or he wants to go to Houston or maybe he wants to go to Phoenix I think those are like the only three possible teams and I don't think Houston and Phoenix are interested. And I think the Clippers, to your point, they don't even want to give up uh, Terrence Mann. Are you kidding me? Trey Mann is, he's with the Thunder. I get the two oh, of them yeah. confused. I yeah. get the two That's of them right. confused. Are they brothers or no? I don't know. I don't know. Like they have an Aaron Wiggins. And I've always wondered if Aaron and Andrew are brothers, but I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> I mean, God, I wish we were the Oklahoma City Thunder right now. I, don't you? I mean, like, you want to talk about a team that is loaded and, and I mean, just looks like it's getting better and better. You know, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I even like, like what the Spurs are building, you know, one by I mean, if, if, if he turns out to be the real deal, they have some young talent there. That's going to be interesting too. We I mean, had, I, we the were Rockets, there, we the were Rockets there eight, were there. we were there eight years ago though. So just You're remember right. they, they screwed up these number one picks. They screwed up Okafor. That was a, uh, 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 an effed up pick. They screwed up the Markel Fultz, all these picks, and then Mikhail Bridges. And, and so all these things sort of 
came around. Those are three missed opportunities right there. I'd argue, and I've said this before, that as bad as Fultz, the, the whole Fultz situation was, I'd argue that Mikel Bridges is, was a uh, bigger, bigger loss. Right. And he, he's your small forward. He plays great defense and he has turned himself into a very good NBA player. And look at Brett Brown. That was a Brett Brown decision, right? Because Elton Brand wasn't on the boards yet with that. Yeah. But I mean, it's not just like you, you're right. You you named Oak for, but like also look at some of these other things, right? Like um it Nerland's Noel, right? That whole situation. Um, you got you know, where you traded Drew Holiday. Right. Yeah. So like, so you got that situation. And then when you uh, drafted, um, why am I totally blind? Dario, right. you know, D- Dario with the, I think they used a top 10 pick or they made a, no, they he traded. Was, he was a 12th round. He was a 12th pick. But the point is Dario has got signed by the, the Warriors is like their, their, their man off the bench, you know, for, to get them back to the finals. Yeah. But Dario has been kicked around this league plenty. I mean, you know, the decision to keep, uh, again, Ben over Jimmy. At the time, we thought it was the right move. I can't fault that. But, like, these are things that these guys, like, the Sixers have seemingly, with the exception of drafting Joel Embiid over Andrew Wiggins um, and the other guy. Who was the guy who went to Duke? Uh, uh, Jabari Parker. Jabari Parker, who's out of the league now. I think he's back in. I think He's, he's probably he's in three-on-three three or whatever. Yeah, the, the big three. Yeah, but – uh, but you think about like the Sixers decisions, right? And then they signed out Horford to that big deal, but then they get Seth Curry and they, you know, Maury turns that. And that's, that was, to me, that's the best deal he's, he's Maury's made. Um, I did want to let you know, we've got about a minute 30, but let's good, keep talking. Cause I'm exhausted from the Sixers. So, yeah. Yeah. So um, any, Oh, I did want to say I was at Wildwood, New Jersey this weekend, had an awesome time. Um, I re- highly recommend it as we count down here to uh, zero. Any big plans this weekend? It's only Tuesday. I'm not even sure. Oh, okay. It's Tuesday. And I have an appointment at 12 o'clock. Um, and so um, – Tell us about your, your, your appointments today. Do you want to go into personal <laughs> no, no, stuff? No, 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 no. Right, exactly. Like yeah, so, um, yeah, I wish we had time to play out the music. Um, but it doesn't look like we do. Um, this is where you usually start to sing, but I think we're probably like 45 seconds left, so you may have a lot of singing time. Um, and um, it's good to hang out with you again this week. Always, buddy. <laughs> um, Always. And uh, I look forward to being able to talk about some Eagles-Browns next week and um, also um, maybe some Phillies. Let's do some Phillies. And Lionel Messi, the Lionel Messi uh, situation. Yes, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yes. Go see Lionel Messi. Go pay. It's worth it. Have a good one, buddy. You too, buddy. Enjoy.